And so if you're going to fake it till you make it, you better have a plan. And it can't be for long. Like, 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 my thing is, if you are going to fake it till you make it, you know, uh, if you are going to take pictures in front of Bentleys and act like it's yours and you're going to be the next uh, Tony Robbins or uh, Eric Thomas, whatever, uh, Gary V, then I, I, I'm going to need you to actually read books at home. I'm going to need you to actually master something and be great at it so you can have something to talk about. What's up, family? This is your man, Frank. The Pulse series is being brought to you by Motivation Central, the elite training center for your mind. We would love the opportunity to find out if you would be a great fit for this community. Email us at info, the number four, mta at gmail.com so we can begin that process. All right, family, peace. What's great, family, and welcome to another edition to the podcast. This is the Pulse series, if you don't know. I understand you can read about it, you can look at it, but you need to understand what exactly is the Pulse series. Let's take a step back and talk about that word, Pulse. When we talk about a Pulse, we're thinking about our heart rate, we're thinking about our heart, we're thinking about heart pumping blood to multiple extremities in our body if our heart does not pump blood then we don't have an opportunity to live right so a lot of times people work out to get their pulse right their heart rate to make sure they're growing and doing everything necessary to make sure that heart rate is right but this is a workout for the mind this right here is not necessarily physical but it's a more mental emotional and even spiritual journey for you so when you tapping into this podcast make sure you listen vividly Make sure you are imagining what we are saying and make sure you have an open mind as well because it's going to be some information that's going to change the situation. It might be wrong sometimes, but honestly, everything is always coming out of love and truth. And matter of fact, we just want you to build and be the greatest version of you. So no better way to do that than shock the system and you do when you work out. And this is the Pulse Series. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. My name is Franklin Jennings. That gentleman there is the great Timon Brown. And, of course, we follow up with the great Michael Maestro Turner. What's up, fellas? Peace, brothers. Peace, Life. Welcome Life. to Ravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the round table. Yeah, yeah, we would. Yeah, let, let, let me throw the disclaimer out, Frank. Because, uh-huh. you know, I I just want people to understand that it's it's frustrating sometimes when we know what we know and it's the frustrating part isn't that people don't know the frustrating part is that you can tell some people that should know mm. or they do know but don't want to know so when you hear our frustration on this podcast or us going in it's not from a mean place like like Simone said but yeah. it's just it's frustrating it's like it's like the person that just the, uh, I, I told I had told a kid, a kid was um this at uh, John Roth Middle School, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the teacher keep getting on my case, you know, and you know, I I come in, but I, I get in like like right before the bell ring or, or a little after. I said, do you know that she wouldn't be able to say nothing if you got in on time? Mm, right. I never thought about it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I expect a middle schooler to say that. Yeah. But it's when adults and people on my timeline. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, yo, really? You in your 30s, bro? You don't know this? In your 40s, you don't know this? You know what I'm saying? So so when we're talking about a lot of these issues, we're talking about adults here. Uh, if you're young and you're listening, cool. But um, 
is is a lot of just to throw that disclaimer out there that you know that's where a lot of our friends <laughs> we, we, we don't want this to be the complaint podcast, <laughs> right? You know what I'm but 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 this we just calling it like we see it. Yeah, we just calling it like we see it. If everybody was what they posted, if I see one more positive quote and no positive lifestyle, I think I'll throw up. So you know, let's get it. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how you know. I guess you nobody predicted that, uh, you know, say Facebook, Instagram, any of those would would be like that. But, you know, that's t- there's tons of that out there, which is good. You know, people trying to, you know, create that type of energy and, and you know, who knows what, who that might reach. But, you know, why not have that going on personally? Like not just a goal, I, but I, something. I, act- I think it hurt us, man. I think it hurt us. Yeah. It did, man. When it when it became a trend, yeah, you know, it, it how many hurts. likes? How many likes you getting on that? Yeah, like, dude, I'm 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 seeing now. Uh, it's like jokes. Like somebody it was some show I was watching. It was like there was like um, I don't want to see another motiv. I don't need a motivational quote. I need coffee, and it's like <laughs> literally a joke. You know what I'm saying? It's a joke, and it's like, man, that joint hurts, bro. Cause wow. I'm talking about some of these quotes, bro, have gotten me through, and that like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna continue to give my quotes, you know, but right. it's just the fact that it it has hurt us, you know, as a culture, we're getting tired of seeing them. Where yeah. it was like it was sweet when it first started. It's like, wow, we seeing positivity on the timeline. But you'll see somebody post, um, greatness is within you, and in the next post, the next day or later that day, they got a blunt. And some pills, and they in the club. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like it's like oh, the power is like it's just the power is not in it now. Like it's trendy to be on Monday morning, Tuesday morning to post, rise and grind, then go back to sleep. Right. (laughs) It's scary out here, bro. I just want to add this, man, (laughs) because I've been reading this book called Three Magic Words. All I'm going to say, y'all can go do the research yourself. It's called Three Magic Words. And one of the things it was explaining was mm-hmm. your conscious mind and your subconscious mind, of course, are usually separate. The goal is to get the both working on one accord. But mm-hmm. it's claiming that your conscious mind will read a book, for instance, will look at a show, will get uh, watch a movie, will we'll do whatever, watch YouTube and get inspired, say, I'm about to change my life. And this is dope, and I'm gonna do this, and this is gonna be great, and I'm gonna be Mr. Positive, Miss Positive, whatever, whatever. But your subconscious mind is always going to do what you have been used to and what you had the habit of doing. Right. So, right, right. right. You're saying you're gonna change everything up, and you're like, yo, I understand it. If your subconscious mind does not agree, if you have not changed that habit within your subconscious mind, you could be Mr. Positive all you want. Because right. around when it comes down to it, you're gonna go exactly back to what you used to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, man. Good mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good way to start this off. But we gotta get into something a little bit more serious here. All right. This is this is this is top priority. Look, <laughs> we gotta we gotta we got the the epic fair of foul out of here. All right. Check it man, out. Man, man, man. Let's go. The the black Ariel, right? <laughs> the, the Little Mermaid uh, cartoon. Everybody, you know, there's been a big 
big buzz about um I forget her last name. I know her first name is Hallie. It's true. I know hey, you Bailey. Yeah. Haley Bailey. Okay. That's um, my girls. You know Chloe and Holly showed me mad love in New York. Yeah, I know. But you I know, know that's my girls. I, that joint kind of personal for me. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's been crazy. Everybody's saying, you know, I think there was actually a, a Facebook group I saw that was started uh called Make Ariel Ariel uh White Again or something like that. Um Woo! so yeah, so Woo! the big all of this going on. So <laughs> I want to bring this to the table, man, because uh why did you tell me that? Why did hey, you tell me that? I gotta give you it. I gotta give you it all so we can uh, really go in on this. So, fair foul, you know, black. We Ariel gotta make and... America great and make Ariel great again. We gotta make her white again. <laughs> oh, white again. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Simone, you got it first, dog. Because I'm coming in with the haymaker. Oh, I don't, bro, I don't know if you want me to go first. <laughs> I, I do, man. Please, please. Give me the fuel, brother, because I'm definitely going in. All right. So, <laughs> uh, my, you know, my first impression, because I don't be following stuff a lot, is when I seen it, um, I was like, yo, y'all really bugging over Ariel being black? So, <laughs> you know, I, I got a giggle out of it. Like, right. but I found out that it's like, it's even deeper, like. Yeah, they're taking yeah. it to a whole nother level of bugging. Like it's not like a simple <laughs> oh, mad because you know she black. Like they ready to protest, bro. They, yeah, you ready to protest? <laughs> Ariel being black, and I'm just like, oh, okay. You know that's that's a little deeper than what I expected. Um, and I'm just like, one part of me is always like, bro, honestly, man, ain't no need for y'all to even attempt to do these type of things. You're trying to make certain characters melanated with pigmentation because you're trying to always keep your leg up on a certain group of people and make sure they feel included. That's mm. just my point in my view. And mm. then I was like, at the same time, we don't even need necessarily to have this character be melanated to feel as though we're important. You can make your own character. That's another point. Mm. Then I watched the video of my uh, the, my man's name, uh, Rizla Islam, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He pointed out some valid points where the name Ariel is actually of a Hebrew uh, origin and Greek. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to go back into the origins of things, you realize the name Ariel comes from a melanated people. So it's just <laughs> like, hmm, well, y'all trying to tap and get mad and say, uh, uh, this, this is being taken from you. It's like yeah, it never really was yours. So, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ain't <laughs> digging on that. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say, man, like, don't get the game twisted. Things were here. Uh, it was an original. It's an origin to everything. And just right. because something can be stolen and perceived as it is theirs or somebody's, it doesn't mean that it is theirs. You know, quick shot to the Lion King, like, you know, Simba, Kimba, but I ain't going to jump into that too much. That's a whole nother subject. Mm-hmm. Leave alone. Bro, where I'm at, Timon, <laughs> she's a mermaid, bro. bro. Right. <laughs> bro. Let's, let's, it, let, let's, let's no, really oh, break No, bro, say it again, bro. She's say it again. mermaid, bro. <laughs> we not even, I, 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 I get it. I expect uh, insecure or racist people to be mad if Superman, you know, <laughs> if they make Ice Cube the next Superman. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But we talking about a mermaid, bruh. Yeah. 
So what color is a real mermaid? Oh, that's right. They're not real. <laughs> wow. And what killed me, there was a comedian. He dropped an Instagram story. He murdered. I, I would love to shout him out. Don't know his member's name. He said, so how does uh, this, um, I think they said um, Ariel is supposed to be, I think, from Finland or Dutch, some, some, somewhere. But he mm-hmm. was like, so, so, how does this white mermaid end up? Uh, you know her accent. She, you know, she. So she's definitely Euro European. So he was saying, how does she end up with a Jamaican crab? <laughs> and why is that okay? Mm-hmm. Now you know the, the crab's Jamaican, and he got the big lips. But we let that ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I took it a little bit deep. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, bruh, come on. Why he had to be a crab, bro? It's a mer <laughs> Ooh. It's a mermaid, bruh. Yeah. And we really yo, let me tell you, we really exposing ourselves. Well, they are exposing themselves. And it, uh, I I'm not calling a certain race. I'm calling every individual who's not okay with that, whether you're Russian, whether you're Scandinavian, J- Japanese, Asian, whatever you are. For a mermaid, you're mad because the mermaid, wow, 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 wow. And when Frank, you just put the the whipped cream on the bad boy. Yeah. You talked about, come on, a Facebook group. Yeah. And this is sick, bro. You know, um, I was listening to Crown this morning. Uh, I'll talk about crypto. And somebody asked him a question, you know, how you like America, you know, versus, you know, because he lives in, I think, Helsinki. Uh, I forgot where that is. Is yeah. that or somewhere? I don't know. I, I don't, don't don't quote me out, but uh, I didn't pay attention much in middle school. Well, but he's, I think he's in Helsinki. And uh, he said that, he said, dude, he was like, he said, the only thing is, he said, everybody wants to talk about war and race here. He said, dude, he said, that's not the everyday conversation in Helsinki. He's like, we have so much more to talk about. And he's like, he's like, he said, it's just being pumped. He said, it's it's not that way. And I was like, wow, that gave me, it actually gave me hope. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. So that's a, that's a, it's an, it was a very heavy American agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you know yeah. it's reaching us. It is online, but it's really being targeted. Uh, and it's just a big thing. Race. He said race and a war. He said that's all they want to talk about. You know, when you're in the barbershop, it's all guys are talking about. So it's just interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, me personally, I felt it was all, like you say, Stroke, you know, a mermaid. It's a it's an animated uh, mm-hmm. movie. It's like, it's like an inanimate object. Really. Yeah, it's like, come on. Like, really? <laughs> Why did that even cause anything? But hey, I mean, look, you know, very simple minded. Um, hey, you know, time. another thing, Frank. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much money, or oh, 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 if the people that that if they they got their weight under control. I wonder if they, you know, what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I wonder their retirement right. I wonder all this time when well, yo you find out that the people that are behind these thumbs are losing at life. Yeah. Way too much time. Oh, I mean, if you got the focus on is a mermaid, bro. That's animated. Uh, we yeah. know you. We know your credit score bad, bro. 
if you focused on mermaid. You know what I'm saying? What color the mermaid is. Your your credit score can't be right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, your your job is definitely you definitely hang out with James and Joe at the water cooler. <laughs> and you and you keep them little cups in your hand, the little cone shaped cups, and you always talking about the ball. I'm pretty sure. And that just adds to your conversation on Friday night when y'all go out and spend your whole check. Man, I let me throw another wrench in here though. Mm-hmm. So, Ariel the Mermaid is this a this is a Disney cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah. this lives matter, bro. Okay, all right, all right, legit Disney. <laughs> <laughs> How strategic was Disney's ploy to make Ariel melanated? Mm. Think about it. You are, in today's time, all you desire is attention, good mm-hmm. or bad. So yeah, this is this is a, a serious marketing technique. If they did that intentionally, yeah. man, this movie is gonna be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, wow, everybody's talking about it. When is it even supposed to drop? Right, I don't even think it's got a release date. It's just because. What like you said? What's I don't name? even think they filmed it. Yeah, that's the thing. She just yeah, she probably just got, you know. But I promise you, they're going through with it now because it got tension. Oh yeah, right. And I bet Beyonce and Jay, they they you know they they coaching Chloe and Holly like, yo, chill, don't say a word, keep taking it, and rise above it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well. That, that folks, was the most important news we had to share this podcast. We're going <laughs> to end it right now, y'all. Peace out, y'all. I'm, I'm just <laughs> We're going to get into something a little bit more serious, though. Look, um, you know, we talked a little bit uh, during the last podcast about, uh, you know, that that Takashi 69 uh, effect that... Uh, I don't want to call it fake it till you make it, but you know how we how we want to word it is uh, there's no well, future let's, in let's, front of it. Let's break them down. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? Let, let's because I'm pretty sure there's some people who who don't know uh, his backstory. You know, the backstory. Yeah, yeah. So you know, let's let's break them down. Let me see. Um, um, I, I just I just googled them. So let me let me let me let me read, read something real quick. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, one day in the summer of 2017, Daniel Hernandez, better known as the rapper Takashi 69, appeared outside of Brooklyn Row House to shoot the video that would make him a star and eventually ruin his life. Mm. Against the menacing strains of his viral hit, Gummo, he, had a, he and a crowd of men in red bandanas danced, waved guns, and made cryptic uh, symbols with their hands. Hernandez, clap, clad in a green tracksuit, uh, thrashed his rainbow hair and bared his multicolored teeth. Uh, at one point, he removed his own bandana to show off a tattoo that would become his most identifying feature, the num- numerals six and nine, uh, that covered half his forehead. All right. Mm-hmm. That tattoo was part of a personal rebrand and shocked Hernandez's friends when he debuted it on Instagram. I didn't know he had done that. Uh, okay. Uh, says Andrew uh, Trife Drew Green, who directed the Gummo video. At that moment, I knew there was no turning back. Just a few months before, 6 9 had uh, 
still been Danny the deli clerk. Oh wow, they really they're really out in this guy. Oh, uh, with mostly I didn't even know he's a deli clerk. Okay. Uh with most unmarked skin. Uh shout out to deli clerks. I ain't no shade. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying he's supposed to be a gangster. All right. Our All right. black hair and preposterous dreams of stardom. Then the dye job. Then the tattoos and and then the full Takashi. All right. In his brief career. Oh, 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 oh. In his brief career, Takashi Six Nine captured America's attention, uh, escalating series. Bro, okay, yeah, all right, come on. Uh, it's a uh, playbook that's been used before. Fifty Cent, for example, this his way mm-hmm. uh, to rap strong. Talked about that, you know. Uh, right. But the speed at which Six Nine found himself with an audience of millions could only have happened in the smartphone era. You didn't have to like him. You just had to have an opinion. He is the Trump of the music industry. Elliot Grange, the CEO of Takashi's label, 10K Projects, told me last summer, we look at the data, 80% of the comments are hate. 80%. But if we showed you the analytics on who writes the hate comments, they're the ones who go to the shows and buy the shirt. Wow. (laughs) Did we just... Timon, did we just... Not just finished talking about that with Ariel. <laughs> the people that are mad are still going to pay $10 to see the movie. Right. Yeah. The Gummo video launched Hernandez in three parallel trajectories. Okay. People who knew Hernandez will agree before he met Shoddy, I skipped uh, for He um, hadn't been involved in gang life at all. Ooh. But just more than 12 months after the video shooting, um, Brooklyn Hernandez would be in jail cell, in a jail cell facing 32 years to life on charges that include armed robbery and attempted murder. Hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Let's see if I can get something else in here. Um He was Danny Hernandez from Locust Avenue in Bushwick who worked the counter at the Stay Fresh Grill in Delhi. <laughs> they really wild. The way they're writing this, it's so sarcastic. Who pick fights on Instagram and who live in a crowded uh, two-bedroom apartment in a derelict uh, tenement. All right, his mom's house that was like him, his brother. And, uh, all right, Danny liked to, to needle people endlessly. Many of his closet friends, closest friends, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, <laughs> closet friends. Most of his closest <laughs> friends had once been enemies. Many of his enemies, um, once his closest friends, uh, almost always a first interaction with him was negative. He'd find someone on social media, leave nasty comments, and dare them to fight him. Then they ran into him in person. He disarmed them with kindness. He wasn't threatening at all in real life. Around five feet six and 130 pounds with a boyish demeanor and an impudent smile. <laughs> Daddy, oh, they killing him on here. Quit. Watch the internet be. <laughs> oh, man. So, so I mean, yo, so I don't think he's going to give details on how he got into trouble. Um, Yo, the way this happened, I remember looking on my phone because mm-hmm. you got the explore page. That means people that you're following. Right. You know, or people that are following you even. 
algorithm still finds you in your explore page. So um, people that I'm following, which is some are kids, because I have some kids that are in my, uh, you know, on my timeline that I follow on my Maestro Turner page, um, my, my personal development page. And I kept seeing this guy, 6ix9ine, pop up, pop up, pop up. And I'm like, this dude is really, either he's a genius or he's very, very ignorant. Right. And, and you know, this dude blew up so fast. And I watched 50 Cent come get him. You know, and where they thought 50 was going to hate him or want to fight him. Man, 50, <laughs> he saw an opportunity. He's like, he got all the kids, bet I'm about to do a uh, a, um, a song with him. Right. You know? And I think there was a lot of people that wanted to go get him as far as the game. And uh, there was people trying to hype up uh, Casanova to get him. And Casanova was like, yo, you get him. I mean, you know what? I, it's a risk for me. I'm famous, bro. He was like, you go get him, you know? Uh, so anyway, I think they knew that it wouldn't last. I knew it wouldn't last. Why? Because now, now we come into personal development. Yeah. Because he was not operating by the principles of success. He did operate by a couple. He believed in giving to the poor. He would go into all the hoods he could find, and he would drop, I mean, stack yeah. on people. Stacks. Yeah, so yeah. so so he did believe in that principle, but you 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 can't just you can't just build with one principle. You gotta use all of them. You know, that's you, good. You, yeah, you, that's good. You, you, there's a saying: you can't build with one hand and tear down with the other. And that's what a lot of us are doing. We are on Route 69. That's what we calling this. We on Route 69. Now, what we're calling that is the shortcut. Right. Hashtag Route 69. You're on Route 69. You're talking about the genes. Oh, that's 66, I think. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you're on Route 69, and you're taking the shortcut, and it will not last. Right. But see, the, in, in a good point uh, or a good contrast there is – you know, you mentioned, you know, 50 joining up. And I mean, it's clear uh, the difference in in how, you know, not yes, man. Chess. 50 was believe he was he was believe not necessarily believable, but actually a person of he would actually do something that he was actually, you know, speaking about, whereas, you know, 50 had a plan. You could tell by the way this dude moving that he just young and dumb and didn't have a plan. Yeah, that was he had a plan. Yeah, yeah. And you got to think about it; it also lasted. He fifty pick fights or whatever, nowhere near the way he's picking fights now. He he didn't pick that many fights. He got into you know it was him and Jaru, him and Jay Z. That was it. Yeah. You know? For real, for real. I don't know about the other ones, but the ones that made mainstream was, you know, Jay-Z got on the street. <laughs> he got on Summer Jam and said, I'm all about a dollar. What the? It's yeah, it was 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, that was like crazy. And then, um, you know, he, uh, you know, him and Ja got into it. Yeah, so he heard, it, he heard Ja. Yeah, man. So, so it's just, he didn't have a story. 50 did all that all the way to, to a Diamond album. All the way to vitamin water deal, all yeah. the way to you know, I mean, come on, come on to to power. Yeah, I was gonna say I mean, power. 
He's got two shows, actually. To being a lender, not a borrower. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a lender to most of the celebrities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody owes him money. <laughs> yeah. This is what we talking about, you know. You know, you you gotta have a plan. It, you know, is is there's a, a saying that says, "Ain't no future in front." Mm-hmm. And so, if you're gonna fake it till you make it, you better have a plan, and it can't be for long. Like, 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 my thing is, if you are gonna fake it till you make it, you know, um, if you are gonna take pictures in front of Bentleys and act like it's yours, and you're gonna be the next uh, Tony Robbins or uh, Eric Thomas, whatever. Uh, Gary V. Then I, I, I'm gonna need you to actually read books at home. I'm gonna need you to actually master something and be great at it, so you can have something to talk about. Even though you're getting attention, when they throw your butt on that stage and they hand you a mic because you went viral doing something that got you a lot of attention, guess what? You still gotta. It's, it's ball game. Yeah, it's yeah. time to ball. It's time to ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if you don't dunk it, you're finished. You know what, man? I, I I throw a tidbit in there. This is why, like, I think athletics is so phenomenal because you can't really fake it till you make it as an athlete. Like, mm. you got it or you don't. And you can – It's I guess there's different variations of it. Maybe you're not – say you play football or something – Maybe you don't catch on the playbook fast enough, but you still got the athletic ability. So you you faking like you know that. But right. The grand scheme of things is you got to put in the work to even get noticed, to even get a position, to get a spot to play. You know, it's like it's it's no faking it because if you decide to go on the gram right, and you one of those guys that you know you lift weights pretty well, you can move weight a little bit. You know, you might can run a you know you might run a little bit. You know, as soon as you get that tryout, everything is going to get exposed immediately. It's like you can't prolong it. Like you're going to get exposed, period. And so it's it's just an interesting concept, man, because I haven't seen too many athletes do the fake it till you make it and actually make it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, you You have to have a plan. So 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 let me let me counter that because there may be somebody that doesn't agree with it tomorrow, and and I'll show you where it works. So they the the, the word on the street just came from Biggie's mouth himself. Is himself he said that when he said that when he met Diddy, he wasn't rich. Diddy, if y'all watched the movie, y'all even remember Clive wrote him a check, and then he gave fifty. He you know he he broke uh, Biggie off some money. Remember. Mm-hmm. He get Clive hooked him up to start his own leg. But when he met Diddy, he he was you know he was shaking and moving, but he wasn't rich yet. Right. He said before Diddy made it, he said he positioned himself as a person that had money, where he had like a couple ladies around him, and he said he just looked like he a baller, and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so, even though he was faking it till he made it, he was also running errands for like. Big shots in the industry, shutting up and listening while he in the rooms with these big shots, seeing how the game go. You see what I'm saying? Not just faking it and hoping something good will happen. Right. And I think that's what people don't understand. There, there's, there's like there's this thin line between it, and uh, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. 
you know, yeah. um, coming up, you know, um, I would I would post like when I met celebrities and everything, I wouldn't give how it happened and all that stuff. I would let people make up their own story. And that evolved and it made my name even bigger. Why? Because, man, the word would get back to me. Yo, Maestro, I heard you played for Kirk Franklin. I, was like, I ain't never played with Kirk Franklin, but I'm going <laughs> to let you keep thinking that, though. You yeah. know, I mean, I, I, I never said that, you know, but but literally, I I just, you know, I posted the picture with, 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 with Lil Boosie. And, you know, the way I would post it, good times. It wasn't fake until the make. I just didn't give you all the information. Now, I really was in the studio with Boosie, with Lil Boosie. You know what I'm right. saying? I really was in the studio with uh, um, Pleasure P. Yo Gotti. You know what I'm saying? I really was. But it's the fact that I didn't give too much detail, which was, was a way of making it, allowing people to make up more in their mind. They could paint whatever picture they want because they don't know. Right. You, you left them to the ability to assume. Yeah. Thank you. And that's a way of faking it till you make it, which is okay because I really was there. Right. I really was in the room. Now, a lot of those sessions, I wasn't doing nothing. I was just in the room. Facts. Now, the the, the session with um, my first one with Pudge Me Gotti, I did get on the sticks. But when I first, by the, when I posted that picture, when I got the picture with him, that's when they first walked in the door. I hadn't done nothing with him yet. And right. then, boom, my man said, yo, get on the sticks. You good. And then I'm recording Pleasure P. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, it's it's like good things can happen. They say if you hang around the barbershop long enough, you're bound to get a haircut. And that's the nice. that's it. The the long enough part I think is 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 vital. You know, because I, I I forget where where I've read it, but it was, bro, Frank. Some people are not in the barbershop though. Yeah, well, they're not sweeping up no hair. Exactly. They just what I'm going saying. in there, taking a selfie and leaving. Right. Woo. But that's, again, that, that reverts back to having a plan and what is your actual intent and in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that even digs deeper to what is your what is your character? What's your principles? What are you here for? Because right. if you don't go in there with... So let's say you don't have a plan. Let's say you just know that you really want to be around this person because they're great. And you just go in there and be like, man, I'm going to just serve as much as I could or whatever you your terminology that you use, whatever it is, you know, you just like, any way I can be around these people, I'm going to do it. Like, that's a different character or perspective than the person that just want to show up and say, yo, well, I was in the same room as Jay-Z and I got a picture with him. And then you got this other guy that said, look, Jay, man, look, I could be your maid. I can clean the house. I can mm-hmm. blue. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. And if and if you, you, you cleaning up for him, you taking our trash and then you put up a selfie and you say, you know, you you and Jay actually happen to get a selfie together. Just don't wild out and say, oh, we working. No, right. you're not. <laughs> you, you working. Can still, you can still fake it till you make it in that same move by saying with the OG. Right. Now everybody like, oh my God, bro, I think I think tomorrow I'm about to get a deal. They can do that. But don't you do that in the caption. Right. Put something, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you faking it till you make it, you 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 do your video. It's like me. I could go out tomorrow and just stand in front of a uh um um and be like, listen, y'all, this is uh this is Michael Maestro Turner. I just want to let you know that you can live your best life, you can live your dreams. But if I don't never say nothing about the Lambo, 
That don't mean it's mine. You assume that I, I was trying to even make you think. I just stood in front. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I'm, I'm looking at that versus you want to know how I got this Lambo? Yo, join Motivation Central. And that's not my Lambo. So I think it's 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 little it it's it's kind of a great space though. You yeah, know, I was gonna say where's that where's that sweet spot? You know, where where do you find up it? to the person's I think that's up to the person's age, demographic, and also um how authentic they wanna be. You know, yeah. I mean I, I think it's you know, and I think it's it's, it's beautiful when people just not even on that at all. And just want to take that long route. I mean, I took a very long route, bro. Like, I really work a, a keyboard and an organ. I really work a stage and a mic and a, and a room full of people. I really do that. So, you know, whatever else is just whatever else. You know what I'm saying? It's like I took the long route, you know? Hey, bro, and I think we have to point out something else, too. Because you talk about, you know, fake it till you make it and taking a long route as well. And I think the the difference in faking it till you make it and uh manifesting or visualizing yourself in a certain position. Yeah. Like I think those two things need I, I understand what's the similarities, but I think right. difference needs to be pointed out because yeah. if you can't visualize yourself in a place that you haven't been right like yet far as in the physical form, then it's gonna be hard for you to actually achieve it. Right. Like you had to have at some extent have put yourself in a place in order to you even get to what you desire. Like Diddy, how he put himself he literally reality wise put himself in a place of this is how it's gonna be. He was grinding, bro. Exactly right. And he had he was working as well. And now so now you got a guy that's not only working, putting the groundwork in and putting his time in. But then he said, look, man, I need this to, I need the aesthetics around me, the visual around me to have that same look. And he did that as well. And so then when it comes to him, it's some, it's like he's already done it before because he already made it that way. You know what I mean? So I think that's something that we have to look at. And then coming from the athletic perspective, we have to do this every game. You literally see yourself making big plays before the big play happens. Facts. You see yourself scoring before it happens. You see yourself getting a, getting a catch, stiff arming somebody, jumping over the next person, diving into the end zone, then diving into the crowd, and them, they you know them yelling. Or you see mm-hmm. a big shot. Like you can hear any great athlete talk about this. Anywhere from Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson, going to football, Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady don't go around walking around like he not an uh, NFL Super Bowl champion. Like he talking about the next run. And it ain't even here. Still doing it. He's still still doing it. So I just think, you know, we have to truly make sure we always identify that that visualization and putting yourself in a place before it's actually here. Yo, that's enough right there, Frank. I'm ready to cut it. Yeah. Like, let let me drop this real quick. (laughs) Let me drop this real quick. Because I'm going to have to remix it. I heard Will Smith say this. To achieve something, you can't just stare up the stairs. You have to step up the stairs. Mm. Let me say it again. To achieve something, you can't (laughs) just stare up the steps. You have to step up the stairs. So let me rephrase that for my millennials and Generation Z. (laughs) To achieve something great, you can't just take a picture in front of the stairs. 
You have to step up the stairs. And you have to start at the first step. That is. That is it, folks. Let's wrap. Stop this. taking pictures in front of the stairs, bro. Hey, man, stop taking Route sixty nine. Just, just <laughs> that's the that's the key. Just, just get off that highway, bro. <laughs> There's so many other routes. Take right. the other. Yeah, bro. Ninety five take you all the way up, bro. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <right>, y'all. <laughs> peace. 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 peace.